The following is a fourth-hand production. is being transmitted at the request of the United States government. This is an emergency broadcast transmission. This is not a test. This is an emergency broadcast transmission. This is not a test. Evacuate the streets and take shelter immediately. The unknown threat is known to be deadly and martial law has been declared. Take a battery-powered radio and essential supplies to shelter. Stay tuned to this or any other station for further information. Repeat, this is not a test. When it all comes crashing down, where will you go? What will you do? Are you ready? Preparing for the apocalypse next on Hysteria 51. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Hand and John Goforth. Welcome, Hysteria Nation, into an apocalyptic edition of Hysteria 51. I am your host, Brent Hand, with me as always... John Goforth. What's up, Gofo? I'd forever like to be known now as John Doomsday Prepper Goforth. <laughs> have you been ducking and covering all week long? I have. Turtle and position? I, I, I'm, I am now prepared for the end of the world in any of the many ways that it might come. Well, see, we grew up with Ronald Reagan in the Cold War when we were in school. Do you remember, like... The duck and cover drills when they're like, all right, everyone, under your desk, everyone knows that elementary school issued desks will stop nuclear explosions and chemical weapons. Don't know if it's, you knew that or it's, not. it's a little known fact, but it's a very good one. I remember when I was in third grade, said desk, I was the class clown. I'm sure, I know you're shocked by that. And I jumped on the top of the desk when the teacher went out of the room and acted like I was surfing. Oh, and, you rebel. Oh, well, you know, the, you fucking rebel. But. You know, I didn't have the balls to keep doing it when the teacher came back in. So, you know, we had to look out and, hey, the teacher's on on their way. So I jumped off. My problem was as I jumped off, I kicked a little bit and the desk went flying. All my shit went flying out of it. And it was kind of obvious what had happened. My parents were called. <laughs> and it's still traumatic to this day, 30 plus years later. No, I'm still proud to this day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. So we are talking apocalypse prep, doomsday prep, specifically bug out bags. This actually wasn't the episode that we were going to be doing this week, but a little thing called the presidential election in America happened. And we thought, what a better topic than the apocalypse. And let's be honest, Donald Trump is the president-elect, but we'd probably be doing this exact same thing if Hillary Clinton had been the president-elect. Well, yeah, I... It started from me making the joke that, man, if, if Trump gets elected, you know, are we going to go bug out to the wilderness? And you said, I got my bag ready. 
you literally had your bug out bag ready. And while I knew what that was, I didn't think people actually did that. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Right. Then we started just kind of bullshitting back and forth. Before we record a show, we always go to dinner. Normally we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. So uh, much love to Buffalo Wild Wings. We're sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings Give chatting. Us free shit, Buffalo Wild Wings. Now. This is your conscience speaking. So we're sitting at dinner and I say, man, if, if, if Trump actually gets elected, it might be time for us to all hightail it out of here. And I don't mean, you know, move to Canada or something like that. I just meant I was, I was almost making a joke about it's doomsday. And Brent's like, yep, got my bag ready. And like I said, my, my bag was, I've had it for a long time and I knew people were going to go ape shit no matter if, if, if Hillary was elected or if a Trump was elected, because if there's one thing you can count on, uh, Americans to do it's go fucking ape shit crazy on 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 anything. No. So so we kept talking about it, and you know the topics of this show: zombies, aliens, crazy shit that we haven't even talked about yet. Are reasons that you might need to abandon your home. You might need to stay in your home but lock the doors. There, there are reasons that. That apocalypse could happen. You might so we're like, need to bug out. You might need to bug out. So we said, hey, let's talk about how to prepare for an apocalypse. And here we are. And here we are. And it turns out that um, I didn't know this. Apparently Brent did because he was already preparing. This is a whole thing. There was a, <laughs> there's a show on National Geographic called Doomsday Preppers. Oddly enough, that sounds like it'd be right up my alley. I don't watch it. I just, I mean, a lot, so many of those shows on those channels are just the same regurgitated shit over and over. You can only see so many backwoods dudes explain to you why you need a fucking machete at all times. And you're just like, I got it, dude. I'm, I'm it, ready to move it, it's, on. It's pretty awesome. I mean, they find some amazing folks. There was <laughs> one guy that was preparing by training his own army of dogs they never start out an episode of like we're here to talk with this doomsday prepper senator why don't you let us know <laughs> what you like to do to prep it's a good point not sure what this gentleman's job was but uh he literally did surgery on some of his dogs to give them titanium teeth oh that seems a humane and b fucking crazy as shit like come <laughs> on like is this guy been <laughs> You know, I really like Datsuns, but you know what? They're lacking. Is that what they were? Like, they had to be like, you know, German Shepherds, but I wish it was some like little bitty fucking, you know, like. Chihuahua. Yeah. like. But he's got titanium incisors. Yep. Batshit crazy. <laughs> 100%. And, and Conspiracy Bot, I see you turning red right now. <laughs> we apologize. We haven't introduced you yet. Everyone, if you haven't listened to the show before, this is our third member, Conspiracy Bot. Conspiracy Bot, how are you doing tonight? I am sitting pretty. I am zombie-proof and don't need a bug-out bag like you meet sex. Well, that's true. You probably don't need a bug-out, but if they turn the power grid off, you're probably hosed, dude. That is what I have you two for. You'll be even more dependent on us. <laughs> Remember, we're your masters. The tables will be turned. <laughs> Quit pointing that laser pointer at me. He thinks it's an actual laser. <laughs> I, I try to I try to make him happy every once in a while. It's, it's like giving a dog a fake chicken. You know? <laughs> they chew on it for a while. So before we get into you know our bug out bags and and types of disasters, very important question: What are you drinking this week, John? Ah. 
I'm continuing my Shandy tour. Uh, Leinenkugel made a new one that I thought I would try. It is Leinenkugel's Autumn Tea Shandy. So it's uh, the way they describe it is a traditional Weiss beer or Weiss beer uh, with natural and refreshing tea flavors. Perfect for an autumn afternoon. I actually gave that one a, ch- a chance, gave it a try. It tastes just like tea, like unsweetened tea. It really does. Yeah. But with alcohol. That's the best tea. I uh, When I was trying to lose weight, I mean, I'm trying to lose weight, but when I was really trying to lose weight, I would, sometimes I'd go to the bar and uh, instead of ordering, you know, whatever mixed drink with all the sugar in it, I would get vodka with iced tea. And it sort of tastes like that. Well, they, they have that... Um What's that stuff called? Like Deep Eddies or whatever it is, the iced tea flavored vodka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about uh, Deep Eddies, but Jeremiah Weed. That, that's that's it. Yep. My wife actually drinks that from time to time. Oh, that has gotten way too many college kids in way too much trouble. <laughs> so I actually have switched it up this week. I am drinking Bud Light out of a bottle. Who knew? No cans for me this week. All bottles. You are an innovator. Yeah. You're ahead of your time. You sound just like me in the mirror every morning. You're dynamic. <laughs> You're progressive. And gosh darn it. People like you. Yeah. <laughs> CB, what you got over there? Anything good this week? I rated your bug out bags. I am drinking rubbing alcohol mixed with the shit they put in glow sticks. Oh, and a lime wedge. <laughs> they call that the... uh I didn't have a joke for that. That's just fucking disgusting. <laughs> uh, put some hair on your metal chest. I like it. I like it. So we, we've done a lot of talking about bug out bags and, and things like that. Maybe you don't exactly know what we're talking about. John, what is a bug out bag? Why do people need it? So there's the possibility that bad shit happens in our future. No, You're whether crazy. it be a natural disaster, whether it be civil unrest or a million other things that we will get into. What do you do when that happens? When I can tell you right now, you scream, you get in your car and you drive uh, as slow as possible because that's what they do in every fucking movie and honk your <laughs> horn incessantly. <laughs> your eyes get, get as big as half dollars and you just stare at each other. Actually, you you find Tom Cruise and follow him because that's how you live. <laughs> now, it ain't going to be easy, but that motherfucker is going to come out on the other end. So when society falls, what do you do? We are going to cover mostly what you do when you need to abandon your home. It is It is time to go. Which <laughs> isn't always the best option, possibly. Right. That, that, that was going to be my point. I think that it most of the time isn't a good option. Now, of, of course, if something like Hurricane Katrina, Hurricane Sandy, something like that, that staying in your home is literally a danger. Stay and to pray, you. baby. I've been here for four generations. I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. Mm-mm, stay and pray. Stay I, and pray. If it's going to be a danger to you, get the fuck out. But if you aren't certain, remember, I mean, our society is built on community. We're, We're not going to go from zero to 60 from, hey, neighbor, how you doing, to fuck you, give me all your food. That's not going to happen overnight. In in fact, communities... We'll pretend that's the truth. Keep going. (laughs) He's got his tinfoil hat back on. Um, That's literally step two on the list of shit I gave my wife, Lisa, on what what to do on civil unrest. Number one, get the gun. Number two, go to the neighbor. Give me all your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, store water. No. (laughs) If you can, stay home. Because guess what? 
your bed feels better than the ground. It's a lot more sterile at home. You have, you, uh, you, you also are a lot Hopefully. more fully. Yeah. Well, you're, you're also a lot more protected, right? So you know all the entries to your home. You, you know, the access and routes. If the, uh, civil unrest is vampires, they can't come in unless you invite unless them. Unless you invite them. So, right. Hey, you're good to go. Uh, but, but I mean, seriously, if you're in, if the world is in a bad situation, if you can stay at home, even if you're in a major metropolitan area, do so. What a majority of this podcast is going to be focusing on is when that's not an option. When zombies are going to be at your door. When the fabric of society has broken down. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it was when Abraham our- Lincoln or Thomas Edison, but someone famous and really smart said, when the shit goes down, you better be ready. It was Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> that's, I believe. That's, yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, our, our future president. President-elect Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, 2020. <laughs> or, actually, isn't Kanye already running? So he states. We're not really in talking terms, so I can't say for sure, though, since the incident. You told him not to name his baby that. Yay. I had dibs. North hand? I had dibs. (laughs) I had dibs. Kanye, if you're listening, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So shit is going down, and you gotta leave. Gotta go. Before we get into what you need to bring with you or have prepared, let's talk about the situations where that would be critical. One of them that you actually touched on in your little pitch there was... uh, Natural disasters and uh one of my favorite that I think people think of it as as not I love how you start with natural disasters and the first adjective you use is favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite natural disasters was uh earthquake uh in the WWF back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Typhoon were wrecking shop. No. <laughs> that was a whole lot of man for a tag team group. <laughs> so super volcanoes. Yellowstone National Park is what they call a caldera. It is a giant volcano. It's so big that people didn't realize it was a volcano because it's so massive. If it erupts, we're fucked. Kind of like the planet. It can spew so much ash that'll block out the sun for, I don't know, fucking years. Yeah, I mean, they... they they say you're certainly fucked almost to the eastern seaboard. Yeah, like and then if we you're were, on the eastern seaboard, you might not die, but all of the ash and the blockage of the sun would be an issue. So when it erupts, there is a uh, an ejection of um semen. That's exactly what I was going to say. After the semen, there is this superheated air that scalding air that comes out that will just like flash fry shit for hundreds and hundreds of miles. And then the ash we're in Chicago, the ash is going to come down on us and we'll be under several feet of ash. That's, that's just fucking crazy to even think of. Guess what? We're not staying home. We got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, we're kind of like winter in Chicago. <laughs> Except for instead of ash, it's just, it looks like ash because it's dirty, <laughs> it's dirty, dirty fucking snow. snow. Yeah. <laughs> Lakeshore Drive is shut down for two days. I love how, you know, that the fucking lake comes right up to the shoreline, yet every fucking year in Chicago, dumbasses walk out on the ice, fall in and die because somehow they forget that you can't walk out on the fucking lake when it's frozen. That deep needed a bug out bag. He needed more than that. (laughs) I mean, even to this day, you're talking about natural disasters. Uh, This wouldn't be a reason to bug out. But just a few years ago here in Chicago, people were abandoning their cars on Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, well, they they were they were letting them run and people were in their cars for 
10 and 12 hours, they ran out of gas and they were going to freeze. And they actually had emergency personnel bringing like food and blankets and shit to the people in the cars and be like, stay, because if you walk and try to get out of here, you'll probably fucking freeze because you're, you're dressed in your, your, your work clothes. But, and it's a, it's a really valid point to bring that stuff up because a natural disaster like that isn't a reason to bug out. No, exactly. But that's like, not if always. There's a, if there's going to be a tornado in your area, that's awful, and they kill thousands of people in, every year, and it's terrible. It's not a reason to bug out. It's a reason to evacuate that particular area that evening. But now a hurricane is a reason to possibly bug out. Potentially, yeah. Um, uh, but but in the short term, you're, you're still only going three hours away from your home, probably. In 2005, I was living in Springfield, Illinois, and uh, they had two tornadoes came through and Springfield's a big enough town that normally tornadoes would never hit. They said because of the amount of like heat and blah, 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 that a, a larger city produces. But this was just a freak accident and we didn't have power for 11 days. And that's kind of crazy to think about. I look back on it and a lot of my friends that had their own apartments, we all stayed at my house because I had the, the biggest place and we were using one of those, um, you know, those jump boxes that you plug in to like jump a car. Yeah. And it had like a, a 120 volt plug in and we were using that. And that's the only power we had for 11 days. Just living off of like Oreos and fucking Doritos and bottled water. <laughs> it was, and it's, you know, it's one of those things that you think like, man, it's, it's, you know, that's never going to happen. 11 years ago, 11 years, 11 days, you know, so. Right. But once again, uh, I, I wasn't bugging out. Not a reason to right. go. You, you actually were bugging in. But exactly that. I, I bugged in. I hungered down. But we're going to use a lot of the same things that we're going to talk about in this episode. Bugging in, which we'll get to. But back, back to the reasons to bug out. Uh, we, we we mentioned the massive natural disaster. The next would be, uh, I suppose, civil unrest. Yeah, martial law could be declared. Something like that. Whether it is a natural disaster or... You know, we're invaded by the Russians, a la, or, you know, uh, what was that, Red Dawn or something like that. Or just the the general population decides to go batshit. Yeah, yeah. People, like, you know, I mean, it didn't get there, but Ferguson, Missouri, think of that a couple of years ago with all the, the rioting and burning and things like that. That was one of those things where I remember all over people are like, they're going to declare martial law. They're going to declare martial yeah, law. Yeah, yeah. A new Tickle Me Elmo comes out and you can't get one. That's right. And also, martial law, badass Tekken character for all you you people out there. Tekken four was the best one. Um, I'm going with Tekken tag. Now they're up to Tekken seven, so you know we're a little little behind on the times, but yeah, martial law, force law. I digress. <laughs> so, Brent, what is martial law? It's the imposition of highest ranking military officer as the military governor or the head of the government, thus removing all power from the previous executive, legislative, and judicial branches of government. It is usually imposed temporarily when the government or civilian authorities fail to function effectively, e.g. maintain order and security or provide essential services. Think- I prefer, I prefer IE, not EG. So if you could just go ahead and change that next time. Yeah. IE. So you're hunting for a joke there, <laughs> i.e. digging for one. If anyone here watched uh, Fear the Walking Dead, the first season was they were living under martial law. They were had to stay in. They they wanted to bug out, but the military was making them bug in, if you will. That's that's a really good example of that. You know, you you all of a sudden the military's in. They're telling you what to do. You have curfews. You have things like that. You might need to get out if you can. Your rights no longer exist. 
Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, really under martial law, your rights no longer exist to a complete extent in that the military official, or let's be frank about it, whomever has the most guns is yeah. in charge and decides what your rights extend Which to. Which is pretty much how the world works anyway. <laughs> under under the under the thin veil of civility. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's definitely something. And, and then going back to what I was talking about in, in Springfield um, when we had the tornadoes come through, massive power grid failure. Right. So if a, an EMP goes off. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, a hurricane destroys all the power plants and, and, and poles and things like that. And they're not going to be able to get them to you for uh, an extended period of time. Or, you know, there is a natural disaster that we haven't talked about. What if there was like a pole shift or something like, like that, that fucks up all our infrastructure and you need to get away from where you're at? Or the aliens come down and, and kill our power grid. You damn right. That's a code three, as you're we called on Hysteria 51. You're just waiting code for that. Why, why, why do I feel like every time I bring this up, you're like, I can't wait. <laughs> That's how I spend my weekends. Just like, dear diary, <laughs> another week's gone by. I still haven't been. They're not here yet. Up. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> Zaxxon? <laughs> Pericles? So, I don't know why his name is Pericles. I don't, we're just going to go with it. Another big one, nuclear disaster. And I don't exactly mean with that someone dropped a bomb on us, but uh, nuclear meltdown, you know, uh, Fukushima, 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 I don't know how to say it. Uh, Fukushima reactor, I think is how you said oh. it in Japan, you know, and now, now you got to watch how much sushi eat because you might get tainted fish well that was already already true because of the mercury oh that's true i mean you can't eat a ton of it yeah exactly but you know it's just one of those things where you never know you never know my brother-in-law worked in byron at the plant and they have the you know if you ever watch the simpsons those you know the the big the big byron, pipes byron, byron illinois byron illinois there's a nuclear, a nuclear plant there there's a nuclear power plant a reactor and they would let the people in the city know like okay on I'm making this up, but on Thursday the 3rd, we are going to be turning off the third stack and scrubbing it. And on Friday the 17th... What does that mean? Like, don't go fishing that day? No, it's normal, (laughs) because they always said, like, if you look up and, like, two of the stacks are off and it's not one of those days, run. Like, get out. But chances are... Oh, got it. But chances are, if you're there and you can see it, you're too close, you know, as far as, like, if it was actually to melt down and explode or whatever. Obviously, with nuclear disaster much like massive power grid failure. It's all to to the degree in which it's failing. Well, as we stated, if this really happens, you don't need a bug out bag. You just find a local school, get under a desk, turtle position, write it out. You're fine. You're good. You to go. are fine. My next favorite war. I don't know why the, that's card, my... the card game. Yeah. Yeah. I got a king. Fuck you. Right. But so if, if war broke out in the sense that uh, there were multiple invading forces on U.S. soil, and they and our military was not going to be able to defend us. So pretty much every other country in human history, except for ours. Well, I mean, even ours, you know, with the British. Uh, but yeah, like that shit. It seems so far fetched unless you live in crap shitistan, and then you're like, oh, that was last Thursday. Yeah, I had to get the fuck out. Did you crap shitistan? It's new. I've never been there. It's a new country. Very small. Main export, beans. That was so insulting on so many levels to so many different people. All right. Uh, next one that's near and dear to my heart, zombie apocalypse. Which I think uh, on this whole list is probably the most realistic. Most likely. <laughs> to happen. Uh, and if you've been paying attention, 
We just did a uh, episode on the zombie apocalypse, so you know all the ways that it could happen. The, while it probably isn't the most likely, we're 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 being funny. Laugh now. No, uh, while it's not the most likely, it is the best example of a reason that you have to bug out because you have to get away from a populated area. I yeah, I would hope you would. Except for it worked out for those people that just stayed put in twenty eight days later. They're just like, I'm just gonna live in this high rise here, and yeah, we we li- we survived it <laughs> until the good guys come. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you have to get out because people become the weapon. People become the problem. Yeah, which <laughs> no matter what happens, usually people become the problem anyway. So uh, see, I I just don't believe that. I don't I don't think that uh, that society the fabric of society just breaks John, the moment you, something bad happens you poor naive bastard am i one of those guys that gets killed in the first five minutes of the movie um you're what we like to call food <laughs> <laughs> fodder i am i am cannon fodder <laughs> like everything's fine <laughs> little timmy what are you everybody doing? everything's gonna be fine there's listen just go back to your homes and Now let's rape the corpse. <laughs> like, oh, I had such high hopes. <laughs> uh, and, and then, you know, the unknown, the, the, the things that we haven't spoken about yet, the, you know, turns out that Green Lantern's real and yeah. he's a bad guy. Yeah. Or uh, all of a sudden you hear a trumpet, half the world's gone and you were a heathen and didn't believe in Jesus. Oh, the rapture. I, I better. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> find myself some sardines. Then again, with a bag, a bag with a canteen and a flashlight probably is going to help you in that particular case. <laughs> oh, hey, demon, come here. You, you, uh, you like Vienna sausages? <laughs> Side note: Brent really likes Vienna sausages. I, I eat them for pleasure and for sport. Like most of us, wouldn't get near them if you if you smelled them, even. If they were in your bug out bag and you took them with you and it's the end of the world and you're really hungry, you're like, I don't know. I might be good. You know what? There's I'll, earthworms around. I will eat all of them. You got to love anything that comes in a can and it says number one snack of hunters. And I am not kidding when I tell you I've seen this man eat them. And and once he's finished them, go ahead and take down that juice. That oh, oh, the, oh. And you and if possible, buy the spicy ones. They're, they're the best. Mm. I was hungry before. I, I am no longer. So we're going to get into the actual bug out bags that we've been talking about. But first, we're going to go to break real quick. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the actual bug out bags themselves and what you should have in your bag. We'll be right back with more Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. 
if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally though, this is something that we use and we have, both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long-term and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know, and we don't, yeah. we don't do long-term um, stuff like this. And this is, this is the one that we've chosen and we love it. So all you guys got to do, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times. And it's always now, right now, get now. started for Larry limited time. His Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50% visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Welcome back to the bug out edition of Hysteria 51. Brent, you've had a bag for a while. Um, why don't you take us through it? Yeah. Um, a few years ago, I just was, my dad actually was like, Hey, you should put a bag together just in case. Even growing up when I was a kid, uh, my parents always had at that time was a literal, uh, a trash bag in our trunk and always had extra shoes and extra blankets and a coat and, you know, flares and things like that. 
And um, a few years ago, my dad got into this whole, you know, doomsday prep, be prepared, things like that. And he bought me a 90 day supply of food and it comes in two big fucking tubs. And I have it. And it's like, oh, in case of that would probably be more like a, you know, a staying in. But you could throw it in your car and take it with you. If shit goes down, you know, you, you got food and you should have a bag ready. And I was like, you know what? That's a, that's a good idea. You never know what happened. So I started putting it together and that's was the joke, you know, that we made to one another of, you know, Hey, let's, you know, we might need a bug out. And I'm like, Hey, I got a bag. I'm ready to go. So literally, so, so you literally have a bag that's sitting in your closet or yep. somewhere like that. Yeah, it's in it's, our, in our closet, when, in our office, just ready to go. When, when shit goes down, everything that we just covered, you go pick up the bag and you leave your home. Yeah. I, I went to a army surplus store and it's a, um, it looks like a messenger bag, but it has straps for your back, which I can't tell you enough. If you got to carry a bag around, you need to be able to put it on your back. You don't want to carry it in one hand. It gets fucking heavy and it's terrible. So this looks like a messenger bag. You can carry like well, a messenger bag, but it, it does go on your back as well. And when you say that, that assuming you can afford to buy a bag that's, that's decent, you also want a waist strap because you need to, these bags are going to be heavy. Yeah. Well, this bag, so this bag was 30 bucks when I bought it. It has a waist strap and the, um, the strap, uh, uh, the, the waist strap helps distribute the weight. Yeah, exactly. And the flap at the top, like I keep saying messenger bag, actually, you don't even need to use and it opens up to the damn thing. It'll be like four foot or something like that. If you wanted to, tall. to fill it. Yeah. Like four foot holds tall. a ton, holds a ton. It is heavy, heavy canvas and it's covered in rubber i think on the outside it's 100 percent waterproof 30 bucks it was worth it you know the clasps on it are are metal instead of you know i guess plastic which most of them are so it's it's pretty durable it was a good buy i'm sure you can find it online probably cheaper i literally bought it from a chicagoland army surplus store and then next to it which in my in my research i found uh while they're they're very helpful Army surplus stores are not the cheapest not, not places. Not the cheapest place in the world, yeah. And there's one guy that works at all of them. Because when you go in, you swear it's the same fucking guy. His and name's he, Earl. Yeah, and he's just fucking staring at you. And it doesn't matter if you're like a 12-year-old or a 50-year-old. He's like, damn kids. Like That's the attitude they have, you know. Uh, but if you start to get into something they don't really want you rooting around in, they gotta help you. <laughs> well, well, I've been I've been looking around it for an hour. You didn't ask if I could help, but the moment I get over to the gas masks, gotta help you. And they always have the complaint department take a number, and it's a grenade with a uh, number one on the pen. On the pen, ha, ha, you know, like oh, get I see it? what you did, Earl. So I got just like you said in our office. I got my bag sitting there next to it. The one thing I don't keep in the bag that's more just as a joke. I actually have a gas mask, uh, which I guess, hey, you never fucking know. But I have a gas mask mask and it sits next to it. So if the shit really goes down, I guess I'm ready. Would you even know if it's a functional gas mask until it was too late? Um, the guy who sold it to me assured me it was functional and they all, Earl. all of them in his, in oh. his trunk looked really nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this wasn't Earl. <laughs> <laughs> the bag itself, it's got a couple compartments on the outside. And on one of the things I keep there for easy access is a multi-tool. I think it's a Gerber multi-tool. You got a knife. You got a, a little saw. It flips open. You've got a pair of pliers, things that everyone's seen a multi-tool. Next to that, I got pins and pencils. Uh, I don't know why I'll ever need a pencil as opposed to the pen, 
but I got them both. I also have a little, um, it looks like a notebook, a uh, small one, but it's waterproof paper. So if it gets wet, you can still use it. Magnifying glass. I, I got to stop here. You've got paper. You've got a pencil. I, I'm imagining you in like a uh, a foxhole in World War One. Dear <laughs> Sally. My dearest Lisa. I hope this <laughs> letter finds you well. They're always so eloquent. Whereas like now it's like, dear Lisa, show me your tits. <laughs> like, send well, I, send I, me I, a pic of your tits. Where were those World I, War I, One foxholes? I, I think it's more. I, I, I think you went a little overboard there. You're right. Back at war, it was very eloquent. My dearest Lisa, my heart belongs to you. Yeah, I will forever. They never. They're never excavating, and they find one of those notes, and they open it up, and everyone's like with bated breath. But they, you, they you open say, it. Show me your tits. You'd be like. Hey, yo, I think I'm going to die. Um, make sure and clear the cookies in history on my internet. <laughs> That's what I keep on my, on my emergency alert bracelet. You know, allergic to penicillin. Please clear my internet browser history. Yeah. <laughs> so also on the outside there, I've got a magnifying glass, which is good because I'm fucking blind as shit. And also you can start a fire with it. Stuff like I that. I know that is true because when I was a, a child, my grandfather, uh, the same grandfather that was a Detroit Lions fan and turned me into one. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> so he didn't love you is what actually, you're getting at? I actually called him Popa, so thanks, Popa. Hey, let's teach John to be a real man by by setting up for a life of disappointment. <laughs> He's not going to get made fun of enough. Let's make him a Lions fan. All right. Uh, hey, they're five and four right now, by the way. Uh, no, no, but my point was he, uh, he had been in World War II and was actually on a, a battle carrier. In the Pacific, and you know, uh, enemy ordnance came in and, and knocked him off the ship. He got a oh, purple, wow. heart, purple heart, all that. Because of that, he was then uh, legally blind for the rest of his life. He had a, a degenerative uh, ocular disease called retinitis pigmentosis. Anyway, wow. uh, the point That's being, fun. he had a uh, a magnifying glass. Uh, the size of a small basketball. <laughs> he just walked around with it. Uh, no, he kept it at home whenever he wanted to. Uh, whenever he wanted to look at the TV he guide, like a, it was like a, a Sherlock Holmes villain. Like, no, Mister <laughs> Sherlock. And he he already had glasses that were like thick as coke bottles. Did he and, did he say things while looking at through like indubitably? Mm. <laughs> I want to believe that he did. Um, <laughs> but the point is that he would. He would have the, he had multiple of these, these, uh, magnifying glasses, not the kind that you're thinking of that are the size of like a size of like a Coke can. Like these are the size of a small basketball. And I would take them outside and start fires with them and burn ants. That, that makes sense. Is this why you're also collecting bones from animals that you had abused and, uh, not showing any empathy towards when you would hurt other children? That kind of, that time period. Look, just because I beat the shit out of you once or twice doesn't mean I didn't show empathy to John, other children. we talk about the difference between reality and fantasy? <laughs> reality and fantasy. I envisioned beating... Damn it. <laughs> Back to my bag of bugging. The other thing, and I wish I was good about this. I keep water, uh, a few bottles of water, and you're supposed to change them every six months. I'd love to say I do. Uh, I have now because we were talking about it, but... Uh, I got water. It also has, it's got a flask holder and I got a flask that's empty that you can put, you know, whatever you need in water. Uh, a lot of people actually put bleach in them because you can use bleach to, to, um, clean water and things like that. You can also use bleach and mix it with ammonia to, to kill people. Like when you were a child collecting bones and burning ants and 
<laughs> and mix it with ammonia and make something along the lines of mustard gas. <laughs> well, that's fun. Thanks, John. That's one for now. You know, there's thanks, thanks, tiny Hitler. <laughs> no, I, I and listen. We're talking about the end of the world. You might need some mustard gas. Well, you know what else you might need at the end of the world? Because I got them in my bag. Post-it notes. Thank you, Art Fry. Thank you for inventing post-it notes. Why the fuck would you need a post-it note? You know what? I might put it on the side of a tree and be like, John, don't go this way. Zombies. Well, hey, guess what? I'm going to die of a zombie bite because a post-it note's not going to stick to the side of a fucking tree. You don't know what kind of tree. Maybe it's a fake tree. Maybe we're in a mall. You don't know. Who knows? Okay, and even if we were in a mall and the post-it note didn't fall off, am I, as, I, as I'm running for my life, really going to stop and go, hey, look, wait, wait, wait. There's a post-it note. You know what? I hope to God, I hope to God aliens do come in a fucking week and they're like, you're going to die. This is my alien voice. They all sound like, you're going to fucking die. Like, you can provide me with a post-it note. And you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be like, aha. You've made some weak arguments in this podcast. I believe that one takes the cake. Um, we're on an alien-based podcast, and I said maybe an alien will want a post-it note. What's what's? I'm sorry. Maybe he'll want to anal probe you. Well, maybe. Maybe when he's done, he wants to <laughs> jot it down on a post-it note. You're, you're, it's a twofer. There's a difference between need and want. <laughs> oh, it's all making sense to me now. So, also on the outside, I've got a lighter. Hey, he never. Everyone's always worrying about shit, well, but actually, isn't that a bad idea to have it on the outside? If it rains, the flint of the lighter will get wet. No, because it's in this bag. The outside is in a sealed flap that doesn't let water in, and then it cl- clasps and clasps. And the guy guaranteed me that if I don't submerge it, it'll never get water. In. Once again, thank you, Earl. <laughs> sealed clasp wasn't that your girlfriend's nickname in high school? Yes, it was. It was. I gave her that nickname. Scissors. Never know when you might need scissors. You know, uh, if no, you're really you, bored. You showed, me, you showed me everything inside your bag, and mm-hmm. I found it odd when you showed me the scissors that you had the kind that the preschoolers have. Uh, they're, they're like <laughs> the plastic pur- safety yeah, they're ones. they're purple. They're, they're about the size of Because uh, my wife knows that I like to run with them, so she believes in safety. <laughs> safety and safety. It's double safe. They're in my bug out bag for safety, and if I run with them, I won't kill myself. Thank you for explaining that. You gave me the the, the stink eye, so. Oh, no, I it, it, it's still not funny, but I at least <laughs> appreciate the explanation. <laughs> I've also got a 12-volt cord and a 120 volt cord, just extra cords. Yeah, um, I work in electronics for a living and you never know when you might need to splice cord, you know. If it, and so for it, those of you who don't know what he means, cause I didn't really know what do you mean you have a 12 volt cord. He basically means the cord that you would plug into the wall. I can or, splice onto something and, and it, then plug it into an outlet in your car and provide it with 12 you strip volts. The wire. And, or I can plug it into the wall exactly and get you right. 120 volts. Um, just for anything that, that, you know, who knows? Hopefully they never have to use it. Actually, I, th- I think that's really interesting. Uh, having, having the, the 12 volt and, and, or, or maybe just, just having a, a 12 volt car charger for a phone and a phone that you're not using for a phone. Uh, I, I was listening to a, a different prepper podcast and there were t- so many, so many preppers talk about how you should have maps with you, and and, and if, uh, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. Somebody else was saying, well, what if you just have a smartphone with you? It's not meant to be a phone, but rather it's just a huge library of maps and guides. And well, I guess as long as you've pre-downloaded them and then that's what you saying. have a you, way to you, charge it. You've downloaded the PDFs and you've got a way to charge it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah. And we'll get into some of that that you're just talking about a little bit later in mind. Uh, a few more items. Um, a tactical flashlight. What I mean by a tactical flashlight is actually one that's got a normal setting and then like stupid fucking bright. Like if you, you can glare someone in the eyes and they'll go blind, like bl- blind them temporarily. Um, no, I, I want one that br- blinds them permanently. <laughs> that was an extra $4 and I didn't want to pop for it. <laughs> the candelas on this <laughs> one are reminiscent of the sun. <laughs> and then I've also got another one looks very similar to this, but, uh, it's just a wall plug flashlight. It, it, it looks just like the tactical one, but you can charge it like you charge your phone. So it's kind of nice. Uh, screwdriver set. It's very small, but it's got a ton of different safety bit heads. It, it, it's the size of like a, um, a smartphone and, uh, fuck, you can use that anywhere, you know? This one is really fun and, and it's, it's probably a little bigger than, than I'd like it to be, but it's a hand. <laughs> wait, wait a second. So far it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a little bit bigger than you'd like it to be. Well, John, that's now, you know how my, my wife feels all the time. It's a lot of fun, but it's a little Your bigger gardener's than you'd like muscles? It to be. That's exactly what we're getting at. <laughs> um, I have a, I tried. I have a 12 volt handheld. CB radio. So it's got a small antenna. It's magnet mount. You can stick it on something. You plug it in anything that's got 12 volts and it's a 40 channel CB radio. It's the size of like, I don't know. It's the size of like a, I guess a large walkie talkie. Doesn't take up a ton of space. Breaker one nine, breaker one nine. Bandit, do you copy? <laughs> you got your ears on out there. Come back. We got a smoky conspiracy bot. He's found it down, it up and truck it. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch your bandit run. Eastbound down, loaded up and trucking. That's quality television right there. I do own a Trans Am. Thank you very much. think that movie helped shape my childhood. (laughs) And that is the perfect car for bugging out. Uh, Now, getting on to the inside of it, uh, ponchos. Never have too many ponchos. Well, it actually might be the perfect car for bugging out because no one's going to try to steal it from you. <laughs> and that concludes the end of this podcast. And friendship over. This friendship. It's been fun. It's been real. It's not been real fun. No. So on the inside. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. On the inside. Ponchos. Small. Don't take up hardly any space. Never need them. Sunglasses. Uh, fishing line. I got a whole brand new unopened, uh, thing of fishing line in case you ever need to A, fish or B, strangle someone to death or C, hang up some laundry. Never know. You can just make a Garrett right then and there. To choose your own adventure. Um, I've got a small saw chain. Speaking of Garrett's, it, it looks like a Garrett and it's just got, uh, I mean, it looks like a chainsaw, uh, chain and you can use it. Pull it back and forth, cut through a, uh, cut through a bolt. No, I'd actually never, I'd actually never seen one of these. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, they're small and I, I'm sure it's, I've never used it. It's very tedious, but, uh, it'll get through, you know, you gotta cut down some limbs and shit like that. Two pair of gloves. I got a, a light set, which is just, you know, like little bitty sheer gardening gloves. And I got a heavier duty set for. Well, one's a work set and yeah. one's like a stay warm. One's set. a bite set unless it's in case a zombie's come now. <laughs> um, I, this if is you just, have gloves that a zombie could not bite through, well, they make like maybe um, more like chainmail. I was just gonna say they have like those those uh, shark bite suits that are kind of just you know chainmail and shit like that. Yeah, this I just had literally in our medicine cabinet. It takes up no space, so I threw it in there as an arm sling. Um, I've got a watch, a digital watch 
that lights up. It's got a stopwatch and a and a countdown timer Is it on a there. G Shock. Uh, it's it's a it's a swatch, and I have accessorized it with different colors. No, <laughs> synchronized swatches. Yeah. Synchronized swatch. I don't know how many people are going to get that, but. I love Parker Lewis, can't lose. Uh, this is kind of fun. It's a necklace that's got a compass, a whistle, and that one of those magnesium fire starters you, you can saw it off and start yourself a fire. But it's really one of those things where all of those are so small you really couldn't use them. It's more along the lines of Brent enjoys wearing necklaces. That and, um, I feel like I should always have a rape whistle because of my sweet, sweet ass. Agreed. <laughs> Tubeless tire repair kit. Uh, I used to ride four wheelers all the time. I always carried one of these. You never know when you're going to get stuck. It's really just a, you know, a, a punch tool, some super glue, a lighter, and a pipe cleaner is pretty much what it is. God, I think I have the same kit to clear out my bong. <laughs> it's dual purpose. As the, the guy on Doomsday Pepper said, uh, uh, two is one and one is none. <laughs> everything has to have two purposes. That's right. And you have to have two of everything. I love the fact that you brought this gentleman up. Conspiracy bot, can we please hear from him? They say it takes a person three times of hearing something for it to go into their permanent memory. So I'm going to tell you, two is one and one is none. Two is one and one is none. Two is one and one is none. And you would can't even imagine how important that it is for me to tell you that and to stress that point. So now that we've established that two is one and one is none, and we, and we aren't even sure what that means. He then gets into the fact that if you're prepping, you need the 10 C's. What are the 10 C's? Base my bug out bags on the 10 C's, which is a cutting tool, cargo tape, combustion device, a canvas needle, candling device, a compass, a cotton bandana, cordage, a covering, and a container. All those things are in my kit. Do you get the feeling that he kind of changed the words around there just <laughs> so they would all be C's? <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't even understand how that makes you remember it better. I mean, I understand that if they were all naturally C's, yeah, but if, if, you, if you're just kind of making it up as you go along so they fit. In fact, I, I'm not even saying it correctly. Let's, let's hear from his son. Why do you have a headlamp that starts with an H? And you have duct tape and... You call it cargo tape. My point exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like my buddy who's Russian with the three P's: guns, ammo, and food. <laughs> He's Russian, so everything starts with a P, and it's got like a backwards E in there somewhere. No, no, we got it. Now, now it's not as funny as you explained it, but it's still okay. Uh, so uh, I'm a I'm a dirty asthmatic, so I got an inhaler in there. Uh, big old thing of ibuprofen. Ace bandage, toothbrush, toothpaste, wet ones, antibacterial crap, sunscreen, lip balm, dental floss, bobby pins, Q-tips, med tape, thermal packs. I love how you tried to <sighs> skip over bobby pins like that was a real necessity. Bobby pins are always great to have. You can use them as you know makeshift staples. You Picking can hold a lock. your hair back. You can pick a lock. You can stir things. I mean, pick a lock. It's, it's use. Hey. If I'm, if it's lock. the, if it's the zombie apocalypse, maybe I want to feel pretty. You know, you never know how those Saturday nights are going to go. I like to feel good about myself, no matter <laughs> no matter what we're doing. It's going to take a lot more than a bobby pin. <laughs> so all that shit I have in a couple bags, and then I actually on top of that have a generic first aid kit. See, generic, it's just a, a, a kit's got 
gauze and anything that you're going to see in a first aid kit. I'm sure it's got burn creams and things like that. One of the items you covered there, I think it's important to point out, you, you mentioned ibuprofen. Yeah. It's not just because it's a pain reliever, although that's great. I mean, nobody wants to walk around the apocalypse with a headache. Uh, it's also an anti-inflammatory, and that yep. that's really important if you don't have access to, you know, medical. Absolutely. I mean, it's the best. It's the best thing you you sprain your ankle or anything like that. That's that. I mean, be it's, it's going to do a lot more for you than than Tylenol. Right? And then also, I didn't throw in there aspirin, which you know, aspirin's for pain. If someone's having heart problems, you think someone's having a heart attack, it's always good to have aspirin. You know, give them one. It's blood thinner. You know, it's a good thing to have. Uh, batteries. You never or, know what's going to use batteries. Or, so I got batteries in there. Or if the apocalypse is due to vampires, blood thinners, you can get more out of the ones you choose to sacrifice. <laughs> that is true. Take him. He's runny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's all about marketing at that point. He's juicy. Mm, mm. That's how I like to refer to him. Uh, batteries. You never know when you're going to have need batteries. You got an assortment, little pack of, of assortment of batteries. Uh, one, one of the things, I mean, th- there's more than one, but one of the things in your bug out bag that's important to eventually replace. Oh yeah. Yeah. 15 years from now, you can't be relying and on now, the same actually, batteries. If you read batteries, I think they have a, they say on there like 10 years. Um, so that's good. Really? Yeah. If you buy the good ones they they say they're good for 10 years now. Uh, I know that because I just bought some new nine volts and I put one in. There. I know that because I bought the bad ones and they are bleeding all over my remote <laughs> control. Uh, I got another magnesium fire starter. This one's a little bigger. It's actually a, a usable one. Uh, a few mylar blankets. If you guys know what those are, every time you see like a disaster movie, they're those silver reflective tiny blankets that they put on people that are also good for um, like reflecting. It brings in heat. You can use it to, to get someone's attention. They, they look like they're the same material that, like, the wings, I don't know what you call uh, them. They are. Mylar. It's what they use on, like, if you're talking about, like, satellites. Like satellites yep. Mylar sails. Yep. Absolutely. Um, wow. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Can you just go ahead and edit out the part where I sounded unsure? No, oh, of course. Thank I will. You. This this whole point here will be, you know, edited out. None of this is going to actually be in it. So you can say whatever you want right now. I'll just take it out. I feel real reassured and I've gained faith in our friendship again. Good, good. You know, always trust me because I would never lie to you. Awesome. And you know what else? I am so glad Atlantis just sank to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, fuck those Atlanteans. Every one of them. Unless they're going to come back for us. Hey, beat us up. All right, go ahead and, uh, you know, you can, when you're done, I'm ready to start the show again. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Paracord, uh, five fifty paracord. I've got a little. It's I saw like, them in concert once. Paracord. They opened for Striper. <laughs> five fifty paracord, which is the one they say you should get. Mine has a little clip, and you can clip it on the outside of your bag. And inside it, it actually has a small knife and some matches. And at least it says it does. I've never undone it. Small knife and some matches and a fish hook and things like that. And I also have one of those paracord bracelets that you can undo and, you know, in case you need paracord. Well, as a new person to the whole preparing for the apocalypse, why in the world do I need? First, what is paracord and why do I need it? Paracord is just rope. It's small rope. So it's tangled. Yeah, it's rope. And you can. Why do we call it paracord? Uh, I think is what they use for parachutes. Parachutes, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's just weird that that's the, the nomenclature for it. Super braided, so it's strong, that kind of shit, you know. And why do I need it? 
Um, you don't. People that want to survive might need it to, oh, you know, okay. if you've got to, you know, a, anything you might need a rope for, hang food from a tree so bears don't get to it. Tie up rope across a place to trip the zombies. Hey, fun times. Tie your pack onto your ankle because you got to swim somewhere, you know, through a, through a mile of shit to come out clean on the other side. You know, you never know. Well, I mean, I, I was somewhat joking, but, but at the same time, you, you really can use it to, uh, you know, put a tarp up. Yeah, or let's say you really, really, really want to jump rope. Well, there you go. Let's go down. Just makes sense. This one's kind of cool. I've never opened it, but um, it's called a life straw. And what it is, is it's, I don't know, 12 inches long. And you stick it into a puddle or uh, any water and you use it as a straw and it filters whatever you're drinking. It's about 12 <laughs> inches and you stick it in and uh, you drink what comes out. I, I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> Go ahead. And, uh, you know, it, it, it filters anything and supposedly by the time that it gets. So in. it's like a penis. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. I, I tried. <laughs> this is another thing you want me to edit out, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of cool. I got a couple of those cotton pads just for in case you need to like stop wounds, use them as dressing, things like that. Toilet paper. When the shit goes down, your ass better not be brown. <laughs> Toilet paper. That's high quality right there. I rhymed. You're welcome. I feel like you stayed up last night working on that one. How can I work this into the show? The shit goes down. I got it. (laughs) Baby, baby, wake up. It's 3 a.m. What do you want from me? Uh, Here's another one that you touched on uh, in the bottom of it. I have several maps and atlases. Uh, I have an Illinois map, Wisconsin map, Missouri, just Indiana, all all, all the around states to where I'm at right now. And then an atlas that's got everything because guess what? GPS might not be working. You might not have a phone. Luckily, we grew up in a time where I can actually read a fucking map. And nothing makes me madder than people that you have on a map and they're like, oh, oh, fucking, I don't know. I don't know how to use this. That just make you angry. Are you one of those people? And when you say maps, I mean, are, are you talking like maps of trails and things no, like that? No, I don't nature? have like trail maps. No, just like geographical maps, like, like road, highways. Okay. Things yeah, like yeah. That. You know, your normal, like when you go to a truck stop, those maps. And but then I actually have a larger, that leather bound one that you saw flips over is like a U.S. Atlas map. It's got every state, every major highway. Um, but it, it's compact. It folds into itself and, you know, so it's interesting. You, you kind of got to think about the varying degrees of bugging out. I mean, you're bugging out either way, but first, of course, you'll, you're hoping you're one of the first people to do so. You're in your vehicle. I mean, because yeah, the right, last thing you right. want to do is, is but abandon even if your vehicle. you're on foot, you need to know which way you're going. Of course. But if you're on foot, you really probably want to avoid the major thoroughfares because you've made yourself a target at that point. Yeah, depending on what what's going on. Yeah. Well, if anything is requiring you to abandon your car and be on foot, it's going down enough where people will target you. Yeah, like um, zombie apocalypse, uh, war, uh, three dog night decided to get back together. You know, anything like that, like shit's going down. The Cubs win the World Series. <laughs> Donald Trump is, is made president. I mean, all this crazy shit that would never happen. So two more, two more items that I've got in there. I've got just a regular AM FM radio that takes batteries. Uh, hence the batteries that I talked about earlier. And then one of my favorite things, I've got a crank radio. Uh, that's AM FM weather band. Uh, it's got a crank that powers all of it. It's also got a solar power. And you, you told me, uh, you, you mentioned weather band, something, uh, something I didn't know, uh, that's also the emergency band. Yes. It's got emergency band, weather band, AM, FM. It's got a flashlight and it's got a charger for 12 volt 
car, uh, USB, anything. So you can, you can charge your phones. You can charge that, that walkie to, or I'm sorry, you can power that CB off of it, things like that. And you just crank it. And it, it says, so you, you can, you can get as much power as you want out of it as, as long, long as, as you stand there cranking it. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's not only crank, it is solar powered too. So you can just leave it out and it powers itself with solar. Of all the stuff you just went through, I need one of those. You know what? I got it off of Amazon. It was like 20 bucks. That's uh, so cool. Yeah. This year, I know what I'm giving thanks for. My new high score on Candy Crush Saga. Celebrate Thanksgiving with Candy Crush Saga with three new missions to celebrate the holiday. There are new in-game challenges lasting all week. And the more missions you complete, the greater the rewards, like color bombs and lollipop hammers. Play Candy Crush Saga now and celebrate your Thanksgiving with them. Download it from the App Store, Google Play, or Windows Store for free. Challenges start November 23rd until November 29th. Terms and conditions apply. So everything in the bag weighs about 20, they say like 25 pounds. Um, it's, it's like 27 pounds, which is close to it. It's not bad. Carry it on your back. If your guys are actually interested in doing this, carry it on your back. That's the, the, the easiest way. And the best thing about this, I thought was funny. I've had this for a long time. I've had, I've had all the items for years. When my dad told this shit to me about, oh, you need to do this. I told my wife and she's like, oh, I guess so. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, well, baby, like I need, I need help getting online and, and finding these things. And she just like took it and ran and she was online buying the things. And I'd come home and she'd put together like a little bag with like, here's ibuprofen and this and that and the other. And just like, she had a blast with it. So you kind of tricked her into it. Yep. Yep. You know, she listens. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out too. Shit. <laughs> All right. So, have I sold you on a bag yet, John? <laughs> it's like I feel like you just asked me if you sold me on a '95 Saturn. <laughs> Can I get you into this Saturn? Hey, you know Today. what? There's miles of smiles left in this bastard. <laughs> Prior to our conversation, I definitely decided that a, a, a bug out bag would be good to have. Now. Mm-hmm. One of the d- distinctions that we haven't made is whether you're, it's a bug out bag for the winter or a bug out bag for the summer. Yeah. Um, obviously the way in which you'd prepare for each of those, uh, would change a little bit. So what I focused on are the things that, that wouldn't change. So which I've, is kind of what I have in mind is like the universals. So I've got, uh, here's my list and I, I certainly won't focus on the things that you've already got, but I'm, I'll spend a little bit more time on the ones that you don't. Water purification tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I think if you get a bug out, I think carrying water with you is a, a fruitless endeavor. So I'd, I'd want, I'd want a way to make my surroundings more. Absolutely. Other than a couple, like I said, I, I have a couple 20 ounce bottles just for right off the bat, but yeah, you're not going to carry gallons of water with you. Right, right, right. You mentioned a life straw. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I would, I would take like a three man tent with me. I mean, if you've ever been in a two man tent, it's not actually a two man tent. Mm-hmm. It's a one Brent tent. <laughs> it's a one. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm not even saying that. It's a one person tent. If you, yeah. if you, if you ever move in your life, and if you want to put your stuff in there too, minimum three man person tent. tent. If you're feeling froggy. <laughs> so one of the things that you didn't mention is a shovel. I yeah. they make those shovels that are collapsible. Yep. And uh, I've seen them now that not only are they collapsible. But they also double as like a battle axe. I mean, they're sharp as hell, and you you literally like let's say it was the zombie apocalypse yeah. could take a zombie's head off. 
Unfortunately, my religion doesn't allow me to dig in the ground, so I can't carry a shovel. What religion is that? Uh, the one I just made up. <laughs> Welcome to the Hall of Bud Light. <laughs> no, those actually are awesome. Like, yeah, like you said, a, a weapon, a club, a dig in the hole. Just, you know what? If you're stuck somewhere and you got to take a shit, dig a hole and cover it. There, there, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, of course a shovel makes a lot of sense, but I want that shovel that also doubles yeah. as that weapon. And, and not just because it's cool, but because, seriously, I mean, you, you no. might need it. No, absolutely, yeah. You talked about having a lighter. Uh, you talked about uh, waterproof matches, and you even mentioned a flint. Now, th- there's specifically a, a ferro rod. I mean, it, you can use it forever and ever and ever. It yeah. just continues to make sparks for you. A little bit better than a little handheld flint. Fuck you. That's what I got to say. <laughs> I love the internet. Hey, um, uh, also you, you, you mentioned, um, flashlights and, mm-hmm. and a tactical light sounds awesome. Along the lines of flashlights, I would have something a little bit different. I would have one, the flashlight that could also be used as like a club. Yeah. I have one of those. Um, I have a mag light, but the problem is they take those giant fucking batteries and they have a tendency to swell and your vibrator needs all yes of those. yes well most of mine are run off 220 i had a i had an outlet put in in the bedroom uh, <laughs> <laughs> um they they take d batteries we just call it the me. soothing fingers this is just me talking and like you gotta like beat them heat them up to try to get the batteries out after a while like and the, i haven't had great luck with mag lights i guess is what i'm getting at all right fair enough maybe it's a bad idea uh, but no, I'm with you. Yeah. Absolutely. But the other one, definitely, I would not leave without would be a headlamp. Yeah. Uh, Which actually, funny enough, having access to both your hands yeah. while looking at something. And I didn't think about that. I use that when I'm soldering or working on electronics all the time. Never thought about it for this. Good point. Uh, next would be a knife. I would definitely want a, a fixed blade knife. I forgot about my knife completely, too. I have like the rambo looking fucking special well you know what your turn is over (laughs) go ahead get in the back of the line i concede uh a fixed blade knife well i i love pocket knives and and you know flipping them out and looking like i'm johnny on the spot Uh, a fixed blade knife is the way to go what you did there yeah i know is that because you like to get pissed on Johnny on the spot. I, I, I get it. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with it. Fart in my mouth. Fart in my mouth. Oh, sorry. That's from a movie. <laughs> I, I, movie I I'm, watch. I'm lost. I'm so lost. <laughs> Carry on, my wayward son. All right. Fixed blade knife. A few things. I would I would not go cheap on this because I, from from what I can tell, there's, there's basically two types. There's stainless steel and then there's like the carbon-based knives. The carbon-based are a lot more popular because they're a lot stronger. They're, the, the steel is, is harder or the metal is harder. Uh, stainless steel also has its benefits in that it, it actually uh, rusts less. I think I'd still go with carbon based. I would just take care of the knife. Keep your knives oiled, kids. Yeah. And, uh, I would, I would definitely want at least, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. I would definitely want at least six inches. <laughs> 
I definitely want six inches. <laughs> the hard way. Hey. <laughs> six hard six average white male. Hey, hey. someone's been playing craps. And uh, I, I would want. I don't know that I want. You know, they've got those blades that are half a regular blade and half serrated on on the blade side. I wouldn't know how to sharpen the serrated. So no, you're probably not using it per se. But yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you use the serrated for like scaling a fish. Yeah, or, but yeah. true. Um, However, um, the really mean Rambo looking knives have the, uh, have, have the, the toothed side mm-hmm. on the top of it. And you definitely want that. It helps cut wood and things, things of that nature. So, uh, a fixed blade, uh, carbon based knife, six inches minimum. That's it. I think mine's, so mine's nine inches. And the, the big thing about it is, in the handle, it actually unscrews on the end, and it has again, <laughs> like waterproof matches and a fishing line and and hook and things like that. So, I mean, half those all have the same things, and every little survival thing you have has that. Do you ever know that guy when you're growing up that always had to one up you? Uh, you mean the guy who went through his bag in front of you and said every item, and you wrote them down so I wouldn't forget, and didn't write down my knife? That guy, that guy. <laughs> Right before we started recording, I don't know anyone like that. I'm sorry. I was making a joke. I know I was. I was too. I thought it was. Oh, I, was. I thought you were angry. No. Oh, okay. If I was angry, I'd be crying. You know, how I always cry when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that to me? Again? All right. Uh, so a few more things. Uh, first aid kit you mentioned. Ibuprofen you mentioned. I, I uh, camp cookout plates. Yeah. Like, I mean, it'd just be nice to, to have something like It's also good to have those if you ever want to cosplay as like an old time, uh, minor 49er. Like, hey, you guys want to go up and try to find some gold? My name's Cookie. Every good Halloween has to have a prospector. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So along those lines of food, uh, I would, I would include, uh, tea bags, bullion cubes, yeah, salt. You, yeah. You'd include the tea bag. <laughs> you better believe it. Uh, Tea bags, bullion cubes, salt, uh, everything just to make things a little bit better. Duct tape. You mentioned, you mentioned toilet paper. Uh, you mentioned a multi tool. I'd, I'd love to have a survival hammock. Don't forget the bug spray because man, it's going to suck out there if you're getting bitten up by mosquitoes. I'd also include extra socks, whether it's winter or summer. I mean, that's good. That's smart. Your, your feet are going to get nasty. Um, there are survival sleeping bags out there that literally fit in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that'd be a really good idea. We talked about compass, flashlights. The last thing I want to point out, because there, there are literally a thousand things that we haven't mentioned yet that could be included. There's only so much you can include because guess what? Whatever you take with you, you're carrying. And that's really important. That's to remember. We said backpack, 25 pounds, keep it around there. Yeah. yeah. I found this thing, odditymall.com called a survival grenade. It's literally just a grenade, and it says, throw it at enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Pull pin, throw. Count to three. Throw. You'll survive. <laughs> throw over <laughs> throw over 15 feet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what it is, it, lo- it literally is shaped as a grenade. It fits in your hand like a grenade, but it's, uh, it's paracord that we were talking about before. But inside the paracord, wrapped inside the paracord are a bunch of little surprises. Here is everything wrapped inside this thing that would fit inside your inside the palm of your hand it's two feet of orange tactical cord four feet of jute twine 30 feet of fishing twine four fish hooks one wire saw two stormproof matches six waterproof matches with striker one whistle buckle four split shot weights butterfly sutures two split rings 
a needle and thread, a compass button, a sheet of aluminum foil, two bobby pins, an LED flashlight, a mini folding knife, four water purification tablets, eight feet of military-grade tripwire, pure napkin tablet, a razor blade, two safety pins, a universal handcuff key. That's my favorite one in here. <laughs> a Faro Fire starting toggle, uh, a dog tag signal mirror, and a flint striker. That's all inside of this mini thing that looks like a grenade. That and I do, I do want to say too, you notice how it said military grade tripwire. I bought civilian grade tripwire and people were just stumbling. They weren't even tripping. It was fucking a disaster. <laughs> you like, have to have the good stuff. Like I, I was hoping to kill 15, maybe 20 people. Seven, seven. Never again. Failure. Yep. One other thing to note, they, it, it, that fits right into my whole thought on bug out bag versus a bug out trunk or a bug out car. Mm-hmm. You might have access to your bag. You might not. Your car should always be ready. I like, I want to get one of those grenades just to have in like my console of my car. And then in the trunk, you know, have some, um, some extra, you know, uh, sweatshirts and well, socks and John's a got a 74 Buick and he's that one guy who all summer long, he keeps a snow plow on and he's, he's, he's spray painted teeth on the front of it. And, uh, it's got stacks like smokestacks for some reason. And, uh, and the hydraulics on it are just bad enough to where it kind of scrapes as I drive along. Yeah. You know, so I understand I, I, we're painting a picture for him. <laughs> I get it. it. Seriously though, that, Everything that I mentioned in that in that little grenade would be nice to have. Obviously, the stuff that we went over is better. But wow, what an amazing thing to have in the console of your car, just in case. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my wife and her 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 searching for things for ours. She bought us these sardine cans. Each of our vehicles have it's a, literally a sardine can and it's a mini survival kit. You can actually Google it and find those. They're a few bucks, and it's got a little bit of everything in there. And then there's one more thing you might want to take with you because you don't know what food's going to be like. And that's an MRE. Brent, what does MRE stand for? Meals ready to eat. Meal ready to eat. In preparation for tonight's episode, we acquired military MREs. That's right. Not you civilian bastard MREs. Real military. I don't know what military. It might be the Kreplakistan or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever stupid bullshit you made up earlier in the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shitlotskia. I don't know what yeah. you said. Shitlotsistan. Shitlotsistan. I don't know. It was awful either way. Uh, so we've got two mm, oh so good sounding flavors. Beef ravioli. And vegetarian chili. And and the best part is they, they're not just the meal itself. They also come with accoutrement. I believe the, the, the beef ravioli comes with uh, some... Some bread that's good for like 15 years and cheese product to put all on top bread's of good for 15 years if you're daring <laughs> <laughs> or if you just need some antibiotics. Yes, right. <laughs> just like every pizza is a personal pizza if you believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not familiar with the military MRE, they warm themselves up. We're going to take a quick break, warm these bad boys up and let you know how awesome they are. All right, we are back, and we have heated up our MREs. I, I have, I can't speak for John, but I had no experience with an MRE. And if you hear beeping in the background, it's because we open up the the Kim pouches that the MREs come in, and it set off my fire alarm. Yeah, so I had no idea how they heated these things up. I kind of thought it'd be like those 
those thermal warmers that you use when you go to a, a football game and you and you put them inside your mittens. Yeah, no, it's like a it's a chemical. It's bag. a chemical reaction. Like yeah. the moment you pour water in, it starts like boil. It's like a it's like a witch's cauldron. <laughs> the plastic you're here, and I am cracking open the uh, the spoon. So mine is vegetarian chili, and it actually it came with oatmeal cookies, pretty good. Came with uh, dried fruit, very tasty. And uh, it came with crackers that are hard as rock, but hey, what can you do? And then my vegetarian chili. John's. What, what do they your... call it? What, they, what they call it on the old ships? Like salt tack or. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or tack. Hard, no, hard tack. Hard tack. Hard tack. And what did yours come with? All right. So I have beef ravioli uh, and it came with wheat bread, quote unquote. Which was actually soft. It, it was soft. It didn't taste like bread, but it was soft. Um, and then cheese product to put on top of it. Which tasted like like harder cheese whiz, maybe. The cheese product, maybe just because we're so used to American cheese in this country, wasn't that bad. Yeah, right. It, it right. wasn't horrible. Um, and then uh, essentially corn nuts. Like it, they're literally yeah. corn nuts that aren't as hard as actual corn nuts. Not gonna lie, I've been pleasantly surprised with all the food. So we've 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 cracked open our bags. I, I'm with the vegetarian chili with vegetarian meat chunks. Really looking forward to those. <laughs> and what's it's, yours one more time? I keep forgetting. It's beef ravioli. And I don't, I'm, I'm literally staring I got at beans. ravioli with chunks of beef around it. And it discon, it's disconcerting considering this thing has been sitting in an army surplus store for And mine is scalding months, hot. if not years. Scalding hot. All right, here we go. Cheers. It needs salt. Not a lot of taste. Mine does it's not warm. need salt, um, though it, it doesn't have a ton of taste. Mine tastes very reminiscent to... Chef Boyardee. Mm, mm-hmm. If you went to the store and bought Chef Boyardee, not ravioli, what do they call a mini ravioli? Pepperoni or whatever it's called? I, whatever they call it. Yeah. Very similar to that. What's still disconcerting to me is it's not like there's just beef inside the ravioli. There are chunks of beef mm-hmm. around in the sauce. Like like you went to a restaurant and there's you know there's beef in the sauce. This this was stuck on a a, a shelf for for months, if not years, prior to us eating it up. <laughs> what did they do to this beef? <laughs> um, it's not bad. Like, I, I, I'm not opposed to this. You know, it's definitely not meat. You can tell it's that, I can't believe it's Sa- not meat, meat. You know, the, that, that... Satan or... Yeah, uh, yeah, Satan. Satan made this. No, Satan. Satan, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, not bad. Yeah, you want to trade? Well, let's, let's trade. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're now right. I, I am trying the chili now. Here we go on the ravioli. The zombie apocalypse ravioli. Oh man, you're right. Need salt. The, the chili isn't bad, but man, does it need salt. Yours is yeah. Yours has actually got a lot more flavor than mine does. You win. You I win. Always do. You always do. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yours came with crackers specifically because it's chili. Yeah, I would not. I would be doing it a disservice if I didn't try oh, yeah, one of crack your one in one of your beautiful crackers with this chili. I didn't think you could get worse than a saltine. <laughs> It turns out you can, and that's what this is. Well, you know what? In a pinch, I'll tell you what. Like I said, the dehydrated fruit was fantastic. The uh, they also came with. Um, I had lemonade. I think you had coffee or tea. What? Which one was it? Mine came out. Uh, mine came with uh, lemon lime drink, coffee, and tea. See, I, got, I, I got the lemon the lemon lime drink, but I didn't get the coffee or tea. I feel cheated. Well, let, let's be clear. Uh, the one that I bought, and neither of us knew. We just went. We just went yeah. to our respective army surplus stores and bought and asked for MREs. The one that I bought 
literally said, uh, do not, or not for resale, military use only. <laughs> or not for, not for individual packaging, as I picked it up and bought it for $13. Um, <laughs> which was an exorbitant amount, but we just wanted them for the show. Yeah, we just wanted it for the show. Right. Uh, yours. P.S. Smoke detector still randomly beeping out there from the. It does not like the chemical. That yeah, you no, not at all. And, and then you went ahead and bought one that was made to look like an actual military MRE, yeah, but was but like, you know, individual packaging. It says for military or civilian use. I'm However, totally eating yours over here. I'm going to town on it. That's fine. Piss off. <laughs> I, I I will say that your um the chemical mixture that warmed yours up was so much better than uh, it the went one. Ape shit. Yeah. Like yours was warm in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine, mine. Yours I, still needs more time. Still needs more time, and we waited what ten. Mm-hmm. Though mine, the cheese bread appetizer offering much better than. Your oatmeal cookie and uh, cracker offering. <laughs> so, wouldn't, wouldn't you agree with that? I I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I mean, but you know, variety spice of life. You don't want to have the same thing over and over again. I guess so. Uh, of course, of course, it'd be it'd be nice to. Oh, the one the one thing that I forgot, the one thing that we did not include, is that mine also had a small pack of pepper sauce. Oh yeah, for for flavoring, which uh, we didn't open. Yeah, no. You know, it, it actually, I think that would have probably been better in my chili than in your ravioli. Yeah, agreed. It, it would have made a lot more sense. That's and that's why you mix and match. You need, you need, <laughs> you know, I, I, no, seriously. I that, need a I, body. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you are bugging out or bugging in, and you decide that you're gonna buy some MREs, get a mixture. Yep, absolutely. And and buy them both. So fuck, they're expensive. Kind of a last minute. We 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 thought of this episode, and you know, with the whole state of the nation right now and people losing their fucking shit so we thought hey why not do an apocalypse episode as we stated hopefully you learned something hopefully it was a little entertaining for you you know it was just something that john had another thing that john was like i never even heard of that i'm like i've got it ready to go so fun to throw together let us know what you thought though uh let us know what we should have in our bug out bags that we absolutely forgot about or, or if I actually need one, I, I have, <laughs> everything that I talked about was in the etheric. So I, I'm not sure I'm actually going to do this, but that's well, when I, you're talking about it over a couple of beers, you're like, fuck yeah, man, fuck <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm going to have two. I'm going to have two. I'm going to have three and I'm just going to burn one. Fuck Wait, you. Not, not only am I going to have a B.O.B., I'm going to have a B.O.V., bug out vehicle. And I'm have a BOL bug out location. So it's not your 74 Buick isn't your bug out vehicle? Oh, no, 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 no. That'll be my Cadillac Eldorado. <laughs> With a year-round snowplow on the front. And of course. And teeth and, yeah. <laughs> Reinforced steel plates in the... Uh, it's like... In the, when- your car looks like the half that the ass end of every A team when they had to weld a bunch of shit onto one of the vehicles to take out said bad guy of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I actually, you know, I, you know what I want? I want a bluebird school bus fixed up like, uh, Dawn of the Dead with a plow and all the shit on the side. Yeah. The, the remake Dawn of the Dead. Right. And, but I need the holes with the, uh, for chainsaw for the chainsaw. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a given. Conspiracy bot, um, the MRE that we got for you, obviously it was used motor oil and um, various other uh, auto fluids. What were your thoughts? Frankly, I've had better. We've all had better, buddy. <laughs> That's the point of MRE. MRE isn't supposed to be the soup du jour, which 
for all you at home, that's the soup of the day. Don't mm, know if you knew that, that sounds delicious. I'll have that. I'll have that. <laughs> so find us on Twitter at Hysteria 51 Pod. Let us know what you thought of the episode, what we forgot, what we should have left out of our bags, anything like that. Or if you think we're completely nuts and no one needs a bug out bag. Come back to our Facebook page, like us on Facebook, and whether you're talking about Facebook or Twitter, please make sure and send us messages about how Brent should not sing. We've only gotten one message. It was today, and it said, and I quote, it was on on Twitter from Corey Hay. It said, I want more singing and more speed buggy. So, vroom, vroom, yeah, Corey. Yeah. I am I am truly completely begging you all. Please <laughs> to contact keep us. Those requests coming in and we will fulfill them for you. And most importantly, visit our new website, hysteria51.com. Dot com. You can find a few things. You can find old episodes, this episode. Uh you can also find various ways to contact us, all of our social media, and a link to our Patreon page. There you go. What's Patreon, John? I don't know what that is. I am so glad you asked. Patreon is a way that you can support the show. How, John? How would I support the show? It's going to sound crazy. Financially. Oh, I knew it was that fuck that show. Never liked it in the first place. Um, uh, we ask, we ask simple things. A dollar a month, five dollars a month, ten dollars a month, all your money a month. Whatever you want to do. And at various levels, you get various rewards. Uh, starting with a shout out on the show, all the way up to co-hosting with us. So, uh oh, there's a bucket list item you can just tick off right there. Oh, and I forgot to mention on the, on the, on the top one, the 50 bucks a month, you also get one of Brent's kidneys. Yeah. One, but you got to choose correctly. <laughs> you chose poorly. That's the kidney of a carpenter. <laughs> all right. Well, Thanks for listening. Hope you're ready for the apocalypse. I'm John. I've been Brent. Don't forget to bug out. And he's Conspiracy Bot. Later, skin bags. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, We'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.